Hi, I'm Tyler Higdon. And I'm Addie Morgan, and we're students at North Odom High School. Throughout my three years in high school, I've played basketball and followed many collegiate sports. I also play basketball at North, and I'm interested in many different sports, which is why the NCAA recently got my attention. Collegiate athletes have forever been known as amateurs, and they've been looked at as a step before the pros. We all know the pros make a lot of money, but what about college athletes? I recently had the question of why don't college athletes get paid, so I took a deeper look into it and was very surprised at what I found. As of now, all student athletes in college are not allowed to be paid, and some of the reasons may surprise you. At first glance, I couldn't really understand why they don't get paid, but some of the reasons the NCAA states are reasonable at first. It's when you begin to look at these reasons they start to surprise you. We're here to tell you why college athletes don't get paid and some solutions to this issue. Before I go too far, I'd like to tell you a story about a man named Mike Shaw. Mike Shaw was a highly ranked basketball player out of high school who had many colleges recruiting him. Throughout his life, he was always the best player on the court, and his dream was always to make it pro. Entering his freshman year, he enrolled at Illinois on a full basketball scholarship. While he was at Illinois, he did very well, but a bad injury led him transferring to Bradley University. He continued to do well at Bradley, but unfortunately he suffered a bad back injury and was told if he returned to the court, he would most likely never be able to walk again. After his injury, he went through a lot of tough times financially and was unemployed. Because he was so set on making it to the NBA, he never thought of a plan B. So when his basketball career ended, he was left with nothing. Mike Shaw is an example of how a student would benefit if they were paid for their performance. The NCAA makes $8 billion a year from college sports, and most of it is cycled back into their pockets. The NCAA defends itself and says we provide athletes with a free education, which is more valuable than payment, but in Mike's case, it got him nowhere. This raises the question, should college athletes be paid, and if they were to be paid, how would it work? Paying athletes isn't that easy. There's a lot of other stuff that goes on that limit how they could be paid. One thing that makes it more difficult to be paid is a law called Title IX. Title IX states, no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. This basically means that you can't just pay the men's basketball team and not the women's lacrosse team. All the teams and all the sports must be given the same, equal opportunity to earn the same amount, and when some teams are more popular, it causes problems. The problem this presents is it makes it more difficult to pay the players while getting around Title IX issues. Some people might think that you should only pay the big sports like basketball and football, but Title IX says no and all sports have to have the same opportunity. Some would say just pay them all the same amount, but when you think of how many people go to the football games, it might not be reasonable to pay them the same amount as the sports that don't have much of an audience. It would also cause people such as the football players to complain that they make all the money for the school and get paid the same as others. There are ways of getting around Title IX, but the NCAA is not willing to consider these solutions or even acknowledge them. 
There are only a few ways to get around this, and one way that seems most probable is paying athletes a percentage of the revenue they make. This solves a problem because every team has the opportunity to play better and get more people to their games and make more money. If a football team plays bad, they won't have much of an audience and in turn make less. Also, if the volleyball team plays really well and gains a big audience, they will make more. This allows an equal chance to make the same and rolls out Title IX. However, it isn't as simple as giving each team a percent of the revenue because you would have to determine the amount. It isn't logical to pay them as much as 50% of the revenue. So what would be a reasonable amount? The amount that would serve as beneficial for both sides would be to pay the athletes 1.2% of the revenue made each year. One might think this is an unreasonable amount, being too small or too big. Well, in 2017, Texas A&M football made $148 million, and in 2013, the basketball team of Louisville made $40 million. So a reasonable amount would be 1.2% be given to the team and equally divided among the players. This would mean the Texas A&M player would make about 40000 and the Louisville player would make about 20000 a year. This would cover any expenses during the athlete's four-year stay and leave the NCAA with plenty enough money to pay for facilities. I recently interviewed two of my classmates at North, one who plays a sport and one who doesn't, to get their opinion on if college athletes should be paid. I'm here with Jordan Tegatoff. Are you involved in sports or have you ever been? I don't play a sport, but I used to in middle school. Do you believe that college athletes should be paid since they are the stars of the show? Yeah, I think they should be paid because that takes up most of their time and it's kind of like a job to them. If you were given money in college for playing a sport, how would you spend it? I would spend it on like things outside of school along with saving it, so like uh, free time and hanging out with friends. Are you personally a money saver or a money spender? I save about half and then spend the other half. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. I'm here with Olivia Hinton. Are you involved in sports or have you ever been? Yes, I play basketball. <clears throat> Are you able to work on the side? No, basketball takes up most of my time. How much time per week is required for practice? Two hours a day for five days. Do you believe that college athletes should be paid since they're the stars of the show? Yes, they should. Why? Because they need to spend money on home essentials as well. If you were given money in college for playing a sport, how would you spend it? I would spend it on bettering myself in that sport. Are you a money saver or spender? I usually save my money. Okay, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Many people know that in sports, not everyone contributes equally. There are people who score all the points and those who barely see the field. The problem with this is Title IX says you can't pay these players different amounts and they must be given an equal opportunity. 
but paying all in the same would anger those who work very hard to win because they make it the same as those who do nothing. A way around this is to only pay the athletes on scholarship. This means that the players that are walk-ons don't receive a scholarship and don't get paid. This solves the Title IX issue by giving every player the opportunity to earn a scholarship and get paid because anyone can work their way up to get a scholarship. It also encouraged walk-ons to work harder, benefiting the team overall. One rule the NCAA has is students can't receive aid from others, such as fans or coaches. They can't receive endorsement money from brands like Nike or sell their memorabilia. This means a player can't have his meals paid by fans, advertise Nike, or sell their autographed jerseys. The NCAA doesn't allow this because of the same reason they don't allow them to be paid. They consider them amateurs. Another reason they don't allow this is because they don't want players being sponsored by a different company than the school is already sponsored by. You wouldn't want a Louisville player advertising Nike when his whole team advertises Adidas. Okay, this actually makes sense and is a reasonable rule the NCAA imposes. But what about selling their own stuff and receiving boosters? Well, players cannot sell their stuff because it technically isn't theirs. It's the school's. The school will say, that's not his or her jersey, it's the team's, because it doesn't have a name on the back. This one, however, seems like it could be solved. Players should be allowed to sell their autographed items just as anyone else, and if it's autographed, it can no longer be claimed by the school. But student-athletes also can't accept money from sponsors or boosters under the NCAA rules, meaning if a rich fan wanted to give them money, they can't. Allowing this would solve problems with schools who don't make as much money. For example, Oklahoma State has a very rich fan named T-Bone Pickens who can pay athletes more money and make up for the money they don't receive from their school. In conclusion, student-athletes should have the choice to sell their stuff and receive money from sponsors, but when it comes to endorsements, they have to stick with the school's choice. One problem many say comes with paying athletes is there just isn't enough money available within the NCAA because all this money goes back into the schools because the NCAA is a nonprofit organization. Well, being a nonprofit organization doesn't mean they don't have extra money. It just means they spend all of their money purposely on facilities, stadiums, and coaches so that it looks like they have none left. The NCAA made roughly $8 billion last year, and $2.2 billion of that is given to the coaches, yes, the ones who don't actually play. This just shows that the NCAA doesn't just run out of money, like they say, because if this was the case, they wouldn't give $2.2 billion to the coaches. Another problem is that all the best players will only go to the big schools because they can pay them the most. Well, this problem isn't really a problem for one reason. It already happens. The best players already go to the best schools, and the players not as good go to the worst teams because they aren't good enough to go to the big schools. Paying athletes would only add the element of paying players, not take players away from certain schools. I recently interviewed head coach at North Oldham and former collegiate athlete David Levitch on his opinion on paying college athletes is necessary. What is your opinion on paying student athletes? Personally, I think student-athletes should be paid, especially they would just have to figure out a way to pay. Because if you go to Louisville and you're Donovan Mitchell, everybody watches a game and buys your jersey because you're Donovan Mitchell. So compared to where if you go to Jacksonville State and they don't know who you are, they would just have to figure out a way to pay every kid equally because obviously some kid like Zion was a major deal last night when he ripped those shoes. 
because you know obviously Nike wants to sign him, and but everybody watches. The, they were paying four grand for tickets to watch Zion, so they would just. I think they should be paid. They would just have to figure out a way to do it. During your time at Louisville, did you feel balancing basketball and school made college more difficult than the average student? It's not really that difficult because college classes are different because you spread out the classes are so spread out. You know, you have online classes as well. Like you might you have five classes, but three of them might be online, so you only have to go to school for one class a day, and then the other, you know, the, the days rotate. But no, nah, not really. We have study all times all at all times, so it really wasn't that bad. Do you feel like being paid would have made your life easier and helped you in any ways? Um. Me personally, not as much, but yes, kids in college definitely. Because when I was on scholarship, you do get a good amount. Um, it was a thousand or whatever it was a month extra. It's shown on your debit card, but some kids obviously coming from hard places need more money to live on because you are not at home and you have to pay for everything you do. So I think it would have made it easier on a lot of kids. Did you or any of your teammates struggle with expenses during college? Um, yeah, kids all because a lot of kids in college don't know how to balance their money once they get it. They go out and buy Jordans, three pair of them, or whatever they want to buy. So some kids just some kids had trouble balancing their money, but that's just because they spend it on dumb stuff. Do you feel like the colleges could afford to pay the athletes? Yes, colleges can pay. Yeah, they could afford. I mean, some mid-major schools that nobody comes to games that would maybe have a little more difficult time. But like Louisville, rakes in ninety million a year in bass for basketball with TV ratings and all that. So. Yes, major schools obviously can pay a lot of money. And do you feel like being paid would cause the players to lose motivation or interest in their sport? Um, I don't really think it would because with the NBA rule now, you can't. You have to go to college anyway. I think if every kid got paid the same amount, it wouldn't really cause trouble because every kid would be getting the same amount. In conclusion, student-athletes should be paid by the NCAA. Athletes such as Mike Shaw and many others are taken advantage of by the NCAA, where they make money off of them and send them into the real world with only the skills of their sports. Reasons such as Title IX get in the way of paying athletes. But the NCAA makes too much money to keep them from the players who work hard and make the NCAA all their money. Thank you to all who listened to this, and a special thanks to David Lovich, Olivia Hinton, and Jordan Tegatoff for taking the time to give their opinion on this.